Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studio. Want to give a big shout out to our sponsors, Par Hopper Golf Apparel. Go check out my boy Jay Piper now. He just sent me some new sick gear, and it is nasty. Gridiron Coffee. Uh, you're doing some big stuff up in Macon, big guy, and uh, I appreciate you, Brad. Williams Tire, Nobles Networking, uh, Straight Haggard Thread Company, our management company, Red Circle, and all the corporate sponsors that uh, you have brought on board to the show to put some change in my pocket. I appreciate it. Folks, there's a few things that I am super sensitive about in this world. One of them is body shaming. I fucking hate anybody that body shames. If you've heard my story before, you know I used to be 330-something pounds. I got broke up with, got called fat and unattractive and all this, and it made me where I wanted to get healthier. Uh, I wanted to lose weight, and I also wanted to stick my balls right in the bitch's face who said that. And uh, I've done it, and I've made a little bit of a name for myself. I'm still not where I want to be, but I wish I had what this next guy that I'm about to introduce you has. Because uh, I don't know, I don't know what technically what his size is yet, but I can see this son of a bitch's heart all the way through Zoom and his videos, and uh, he's got a big old heart. It's just a big old boy, but he's a badass in my book. I want to introduce y'all to Mister Mikey Thatcher. How are you doing today, big guy? What's going on, brother? That's about the best intro I could ever give anybody. Dude, that was great. I, I felt like a fucking superstar. That was off the rip. I'm kind of proud of myself on that one. It was pretty damn good. I got a bit. Um. So the other day when I was in Nashville, I ended up making this stupid video as I'm leaving Nashville and people left and right. I don't have a damn clue who they are. start commenting stuff on them because they kind of feel the same way I do about some of the things. And uh, this fellow right here was in my comment section. Uh, I saw his face and I was like, okay, we look alike. I'm going to go check this guy out. Next thing you know, I'm looking at the videos and stuff that he posts of body positivity. And, uh, he got me. He, he got me hooked right then, and I knew I had to get him on my show. So uh, I don't really know how this one's going to go, but I'm going to have a couple of drinks and talk some shit with this fella because I want to hear his story. Mikey, how long have, uh, how long have you been on the, the TikTok? The, the talk? Yeah, the talk. I wish I'd have never <laughs> fucking said that the other day. I'm sorry, dude. I'm no, sorry. No, it, no, it's fine. It's like <clears throat> everybody that has been in my inbox the past 72 hours, they've all – joked about it because i didn't know i'll be real with you i did not I, i'm an asshole mike i am an asshole i am straightforward i don't know i was a doormat for so long of my life and let people walk over me and treat me the way that they wanted to to where now i don't have a filter anymore like i'm gonna you you might not like what i say but you're gonna know where i stand and I said the things I said the other day, not knowing that there were so many people that was on this app and just out there that are so sick of these entitled people that are on social media. And uh, it was refreshing to see you and a whole lot more reach out to have bigger followings than I do, which I don't give a shit about mine. But it was the way that all of y'all kind of see it the same way. There are some really good people that reached out to me that don't consider themselves shit. And I, it, it was, it's very like I, like refreshing. I told you before, like I told you before, man, it's, there's a difference between being popular on an app and being famous like that. This app can go away and you're going back to your regular life. Like you were nothing again. You said that. I think you said <clears> the <throat> joke to me yesterday. I think you said, if I was famous, I wouldn't be living with my mama. Damn right. Like people say, Hey man, you're TikTok famous. And I'm like, listen, bro, if I was TikTok famous, then I ain't going to be living home with Liz Williamson over here. 
Yeah. Hey, that when you said that though, it hit home because I started thinking, I was like, damn, this guy gets it. Hey, I mean, you do, you honestly understand. And uh, I respect the shit out of that. I respect yeah. it. Uh, I respect a lot of things that, that I've seen you had on your stuff though. Where did kind of your, uh, where'd your journey with all this start, man? Where did, uh, you know, TikTok, I don't know if it was your starting point. I know you told me a little bit that you've done comedy and stuff before. Yeah, where, so um, where was, where's Mikey's starting point? So my, my comedy has always been self-deprecation. So I always made fun of the fact that I was heavy. Yeah. Because why let somebody else do it when I know that I'm heavy? Like when somebody comes at me in my comments and they're like, dude, you know, you're fat. And I'm like, oh my God what like come on man like we people already know you don't have to explain it to somebody that i'm overweight like i think people get it um but <clears throat> the body positivity really started on this app because <clears throat> i would go through certain videos and i made a video a long time ago about fat shaming and how the fact that people are the reason people commit suicide and that video blew up. It had over what I think it hit 736,000, had like 35,000 comments on it. And it helped a lot of people, but it also opened up the eyes of people that were doing this shit and realizing, yo, like I should stop. Because I mean, I know two people off this app that took their life because of, because of that shit. Yeah. And yeah. people we just don't get it. We do a lot. I'm a suicide survivor and uh, we do a lot of mental health stuff around here. I ate a lot of mental health stuff and uh, people just don't realize that, you know, that old stupid ass saying sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Whoever wrote that was a fucking jackass because words fucking will leave a scar, a scar on somebody. I'm telling you, it was when, when I got called fat and unattractive by my ex like six years ago and Jen, she left me, was cheating on me and all this shit and everything. It, for some reason for me, for some reason for me, it became fuel to my fire. It, 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 it did something to me. It broke me. Like it broke, it broke a lot of parts of me, but it made me not want to be that way. I don't have a problem with people. If they want to be big, I teach their own. I was unhealthy. That, that was my thing. I was unhealthy. But it lit a fire under my ass where I wanted to do something different. But I've seen it go the complete opposite way for other people. I've seen yeah. it to where people get picked on, people get knocked down, and it they go down a road they can't they don't ever come back from. And that is the saddest fucking shit ever. I feel bad. I have went back, man. There's this kid, and I'll say his name on the show. His name's Zach Cook. He's a friend of mine now. Zach Cook was a very big kid when we were in high school and middle school. I was a jock and a fucking asshole. I was not a good person. Uh, and I was very insecure with myself. I was dealing with depression and didn't know what it was. I just was not a good person. Uh, I was one of those people that would pick on other people and put them down because it, it took the light off of me. Uh, I, a couple years ago, me and Zach got around each other and I did all but cry in his arms asking him to forgive me because I did not know as a child what I was doing and what kind of scar I clear. He, 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 whether he meant it or not, he said he hadn't thought about it a day since, but I, I just had always remembered and felt horrible about it. I hate to see when people do that to each other. Well, I mean, <clears throat> it's commendable because not many people do that because there's a lot of people, honestly, that are still the same way that they are. Yeah. 
from high school and it's it's pretty shitty that these people never grew up and like realized like you did like hey and i really fucked that kid's life up somehow yeah something i did fuck that kid's life up I've, I've had a lot though i've had a lot of self-discovery my suicide attempt was in 2010 um before my daughter was born or anything and uh i've just had a whole lot of self-discovery since i used to be a huge liar i used to looking back at, at everything that I used to do was literally because I was not happy with myself. If I was lying, it's because I wanted my life to sound better than it was. If, uh, if I was putting somebody down, it's because I was miserable with me. Uh, I'm glad I, you know, I always say my suicide attempt was the best and worst thing to ever happen to me because it opened my eyes, what real life is. And, uh, that's why I like to see guys like you, man. I like to see guys that are fucking positive. You know, I, I like to see that you, you know, I, I don't know whether you want to lose weight or not. I don't know if you're fucking happy with yourself um, right now or not. So, I mean, I want to lose weight for the right reasons. Like, I got I got a baby boy that I yeah. got to be here for. Um, and that's the only reason is that I want to be healthy. Um, my weight doesn't bother me. Does it, does it limit me to things in life that I want to do? 100%. But it's my own fault. Yeah. Um, do, like, a goal of mine, I want to ride a roller coaster. I want to ride a roller coaster again. So me and my buddy are working towards that. <clears throat> and you have your ups and downs though. Like I lost 70 pounds um, about, I'd say four months ago, I lost 70 pounds in a five month process and gained most of it back because I do suffer from depression and anxiety like everybody else. And I'm out here looking for a pity party. Cause I mean, it's, You can only change your life and I'm doing that. And I don't expect anybody's to help me. I mean, they can help me along the way, but no matter what, I'm the one that has to do it. If I don't physically mentally can do it, then it's not going to happen. Oh, I know why we met now. I know why we met. I got, I got you, me and you. Uh, it's funny. You said your buddy, like you and your buddy are working towards it. Me and I, I'll send you some pictures of my guy whenever we get done here. My buddy's name is Cobbly. Cobb's been on the show several times with me doing different stuff. Cobb was about 330, maybe more, when we decided to both start losing weight. He now does jujitsu and MMA, and he's about 175 to 180 pounds. Cobb, ne Cobb never stopped. I got to 215 and was miserable because I wanted to eat. I was tired. My body hurt from years of playing sports, like I couldn't work out no more. So now I teeter between – 225, 235. Like, I, I stay yeah. around there. I still got dad bod. Like, I don't – this is about as far as I'm ever going, you know. I just – you know, I just want to be healthier. But uh, there's this whole thing I want to start doing, Mikey, and it's holding people accountable and people working towards it because uh, I went through – I'm weird in a way that when I dive into something like with weight loss, I didn't want to do a diet. I didn't want to do one exercise like CrossFit or anything. I feel like everybody has to find their own life-changing ways. Like they have to find a way for me, God's honest truth. The reason I think I lost the majority of my weight wasn't working out or anything else. I literally cut sugar out of my diet to where I was under 30 grams of sugar a day. And it got to Crazy. and it got to the point. It got to the point to where I didn't even want sugar anymore. 
you, see, that's uh, <clears throat> like my brother's a CrossFit coach. Believe yeah. it or not, my brother is a CrossFit coach. He's jacked beyond belief. Um, and one thing he's always told me is that it's it's repetition. If you can do something solid for a, like a month, then it becomes a habit. Yep. I don't think I've reached the point where I've gotten something to become a habit. Like, and it sucks because I've been going to the gym. Like I, I've been um, walking on the elliptical. And the first time I went on the elliptical, I walked for five minutes and my legs were just dead. Yeah. Next day I walked for 15 minutes. And then in a week I was doing 45 minutes on the elliptical. <clears throat> but then I had a health problem where, uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I got hand, foot, mouth disease, <laughs> which only happens in babies. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's starting to happen. It happens in adults. And believe it or not, I got it from the gym because people, I assumed, <laughs> wrong thing to do, that people were cleaning up after themselves on the machines and wiping them down all the time. Well, apparently they weren't. So I got it. And that stopped me from going to the gym. And it sucked because that two weeks off from the gym, I didn't even want to go back. I was just like, oh, God, I don't even want to go now. But we're back in it, working at it. I'm trying again. What's your diet look like? Or what What are you like as far as you eat? What do you do? So my biggest problem is food. Yeah. I have not gotten that figured out yet. Like I could, listen, I could eat healthy all day, but then I'll be like, you know what? Let's go grab a Snickers. Okay, why? Why not? But. I mean, on a daily basis, like for a snack, I cut up bell peppers, put some cream cheese in it and put some everything bagel seasoning on it. That's like a good snack. I'll take the uh, rice patties and I'll put some peanut butter in between it and banana slices and have like a little sandwich like that. But um, I'm a truck driver, so it's easy for me to eat like shit. Yeah. Super easy. Yeah, I uh, I could never do the diet. I could never do any of the stuff that you're talking about. So I commend you for when you do do it. What I would do is uh, I found a documentary and I kind of listened to what I wanted to and ignored the parts I didn't. But uh, your body, it, it, to simplify, your body runs like an engine in a car. The kind of fuel you in, put in it is how your body runs. So if you believe in evolution, which I'm, I'm a Christian, so it's kind of hard to say I believe in evolution, but I do. I believe that we advance over time and everything. But if you go back to when our bodies were created to where they are now, if you eat fruits, vegetables, and meats, and you don't deep fry everything, um, you can eat almost what you want because your body knows how to process it. It's when we start eating all this processed bullshit that where you get – you get pounds just tacked on out of nowhere. That's why some people think, oh, I'm doing so fucking good. I'm doing so good. But you're eating artificial stuff that your body doesn't know how to break down. You don't have to go spend a shit ton of money on groceries, but, uh, you know, buy bananas, apples, and stuff like Put stuff that's natural into your body. It does cost a little bit more, unfortunately, because the fucking whole world wants every one of us to be obese. I still never get this, how it's cheaper to be a shitty person. And it's more expensive to be a good person. Oh, I just t- never balanced it out right. Uh, because they want poor people to die. All right. So I was actually just watching a documentary too, <clears throat> where they were um, people switched to a complete plant-based diet. Yeah. And let me tell you, that documentary really opened up my eyes with some stuff. And I've been thinking of literally cutting out meat of out cutting meat out of my life. Don't you fucking dare. Don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm don't, sorry, man. It's... Don't. Now, I, I will tell you why you do not. 
first off, when you watch those documentaries, always look who funded the documentary. I will guarantee you some something that is plant based or these uh these impossible burgers or anything like that, like this fake meat. I will guarantee you one of their organizations funded the documentary. I will guarantee because all of them are always going to tell you, hey, this is great. I got a buddy in Nashville that we had to almost kick his ass. Lee Tucker, if you're listening, almost had to kick your ass, me and Dustin Heron. He calls us one day because he watched the documentary, and all he was going to eat for a month was potatoes. And like boiling potatoes, whatever, because I guess he saw where you, if you boiled them, it takes a start, whatever. Potatoes are nothing fucking fat like it, 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 there's yeah. nothing but he had watched a documentary and the documentary had him convinced this is good for you i will tell you why look at all the health problems vegetarians have later on in life because they didn't receive protein your body has to have protein i mean have you ever just been fucking just like feeling like shit like this sluggish or whatever and then you eat a steak or something that's because your body needs that protein okay yeah, I'm not saying that a vegetarian's bad. People want to be vegetarian, that's fine. But they're never strong. They're always see, see that that's that's what I was about to say. Yeah. There's a on in and the dude's been on a plant-based diet for 20 years and he holds five world records in in lifting. I'd have to see it. Cause I well he does he you know if he takes any type of supplements or anything I, put, I'll I'm gonna send you the documentary I'll, 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 show I'll you have to I'll have to watch it because uh, I don't have again I don't have anything against people that want to be vegetarians yeah. but it's just always they look sickly they all you usually don't find a vegetarian that physically like they're flush they just they're always just kind of sickly and it's because their body's not getting that protein that they need. Me and you, me and you got enough fucking protein in our bodies right now to feed about 500 of them. Probably. Dude, I promise. Probably. But it was, it was a learning curve for me. Like, as far as my diet goes, I had to find things that worked for me. I, and I had to avoid places that I knew that wouldn't. And uh, I don't know your, your brother, how he tells you to do this, but when your body gets to physically craving a food, something, Give in and don't get mad at yourself. You didn't get you didn't get plus size overnight. You know, it, it that's was actually a, my brother. My brother doesn't help me with shit. Let's just I, say that I'm just okay. gonna say that out loud. <laughs> uh, but that's actually funny because when I was doing CrossFit for him w- with him for a while, there was a girl that decided, "Hey, I want to be your nutritionist and help you out." And I was like, "Oh shit, hell yeah, let's do it." You know, I screwed up one time. And she made me feel like I was the biggest piece of shit in the world. No, no, you can't do that. Uh, you know, you, everybody know who knows who Joe Rogan is. Joe Rogan is probably 5% or less body fat. And he, he straight up says it all the time. And I, I, I try to listen to a lot of things that he says because he's in phenomenal shape anyway. He's 56 years old. And looks like he's in better shape than me at 33. Or I'm 34 now. I keep forgetting how old I am. And uh, he will go eat McDonald's. He likes fucking fish fillet sandwiches from McDonald's, the nastiest thing that God ever put in fast food. And he'll go eat a fucking shit ton of crap. You have to. It's like with a dog. To get a dog to act right, to come to you or whatever, you got to give them a treat every time they act right. Well, if you're going good for a week or so, spoil yourself. Give your body a, a like 
a treat and let it know, hey, if we'll do this the other six days a week, I will give you whatever you want on that seventh day. Just get me through the rest of the week. Your, your body's a living fucking organism. You, you, can, you can trick it into to eating what you want or eating what you need to. Yeah. But I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Uh, but you seem like even, you know, outside of all that, you remain pretty positive about, you know, everything else. I was not, I was not in, when I was where you're at right now, I was not in a good mindset. Like I, I felt there's no way I could have posted the stuff that you do on social media. I applaud you of being so positive. Like I, I, I couldn't do it. I was, I, I don't know. I, I didn't like me. I did not like me when I was at that point. <clears throat> I don't think anybody does all the time like themselves. Um, I'm not positive all the time. I, 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 dude, I got my horrible, horrible days. And, um, but I do this because I need people to know that it's okay to be big. Like, like, yeah, you might be unhealthy, but I'm one of the healthiest big dudes you ever meet in your life. I'm going to tell you that right now. I go to the doctor's office. Like, it's to the point where I want them to tell me something shitty. Like, hey, dude, if you, uh, you're like, your cholesterol is this. And they're like, you know, you're, you're pretty healthy. And I'm like, can you like, tell me that I'm going to like die in a couple of like weeks or something, like get my ass in gear. Like, but just because you're, I, dude, I know skinnier people that are more unhealthy than I am. Like people just put fat and unhealthy together and it's just not all the time true. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I mean, you, you do get it. Uh, you do get that a lot. I did. I wasn't one of those. I mean, I, I was, I thought uh, I got sleep apnea when, after I got to a certain point, you still, you got sleep apnea. Oh yeah, dude. I, it, yeah. let me tell you, I, I can't sleep without it though. Really? Oh, I get migraines if I sleep without it. God, I never, I never ever went and got the mask or anything done, but it got to the point to where I knew that I wasn't sleeping right. And I was, I felt like I was choking in my sleep. And when that started happening, I was like, okay, I got to, I got to figure something out. I yeah. got, I've got to. Um, what are like, have you caught like a bunch of feedback? I guess I'm sure you got like a lot of positivity that comes back your way, but have you got like a bunch of negative folks that, that fuck with you and everything? Oh, hundred percent. Actually. Uh, so my main account, <clears throat> my live got banned completely. Um, cause I was eating the shit out of a burrito, like hardcore. Like apparently I was, I was digging in cause I got you banned got, for being, you a, got banned for eating a burrito. Yeah. For being a dangerous person and, and or part of a dangerous organization. God damn, how many burritos did you eat to scare the shit it out was, of people? It was one, but it was, like I said, I was really getting in that bitch. I hate people on TikTok. I fuck dude, they're dude. the worst. They really are the worst, dude. God damn. But, so on my second account, people didn't, some people didn't know who I was because of my main account. And again, I'm a fucking nobody. But I posted um, the fat, it's, uh, hey ladies, it's fat boy fall season. And I do that with my shirt off all the time. And... God, it was relentless, dude. Horrible. It was worse than my YouTube comments. And the YouTube comments were terrible. Like, it was bad. 
uh, heart attack waiting to happen, blah, 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 blah. You're going to die, dude. Oh, God. Like, hey, look out below. There's an earthquake. Like, it's, it's, like, it's, it's rough, man. It's rough. Oh, God, dude. I wish I, I wish I'd have known you then. One of my favorite things in this world to do, if you can't tell by now, is I like roasting people that deserve it. And I don't, I, I, I do my best to keep my mouth shut until I can't anymore. I would have went through and everybody that said something to you, I would have addressed each and everyone like I shouldn't have, like I shouldn't have. Uh, when it comes to politics or other stuff, I leave it alone. I let people think yeah. what they're going to think or whatever. But when it comes to just downright picking on somebody about about their body, oh, I would have fucking lit into everybody's ass. And I, I'm good at shit talking. Maybe they couldn't have kept up. I, <laughs> I'd have made everyone look stupid. But it's always your typical guy with the no picture, no videos. They're and, all fake. Oh, yeah. They're 100% fake. And it's probably – and the thing is – I know it's people that know me. You think and so? That don't, and that don't, don't per, that personally don't like, dude. I'm a, so how many followers do you have? Uh, I think like two thirty. Two thirty. Have you ever been community guidelines videos taken down, banned at all? Uh, I used to a lot, and then I actually read the guidelines, and I realized after talking to someone who's like works for TikTok, uh-huh. uh, that it's you got to realize it's a Chinese app. There's certain yeah. things that if you post, if I post anything political whatsoever, it's for whatever reason, it's going to get banned. If I post anything, I used to not cuss a lot on it. They don't give a shit about cuss words. They don't, they don't care about nothing like that. It's sexual in the windows and it is political stuff. Those are the main two. But it just depends on who you are with those things. So political ones, you're always going to get took down. But the rest- so the sexual thing, that's that's the but I'll do videos with my shirt off and it'll get taken down for sexual dude. I did a Jim Carrey skit and it got taken down for nudity and sexual activity. Did you appeal it? Yeah, I appealed it and it came back. But you look at it like this: so you have 234,000 followers. I got 363. Do you think every single one of them like you? Oh, I know they don't. Yeah, there's so- some that just follow you to yeah. report your shit. Yeah, uh, if you just go by common sense, yeah, you know, it, common sense says if you've got three hundred and thirty something thousand followers, then every video that you post should get three hundred and thirty something thousand yep. views, yep. or likes. No, there's people that see you one time, and they either think you're funny, hate you, or it's just okay. I like this one video, and they're gonna follow you but then it never, ever comes back around again. That, that's all it is. That's why you cannot go by the fucking numbers on TikTok. You can't, they make no, and then people are like, I don't understand. I don't understand because you're fucking stupid. That's why you don't understand. Like you, it's a rigged game. You have to play by the rules or you're going to lose. Every video that I've ever posted that was in community guidelines, they might've took it down because people were reporting it. But then once they review it, that goes back up. And if you've ever noticed this, if they ever take it down and then it goes back up, your numbers shoot up on the video. It's because them like saying, oh, I'm, my bad, we fucked up. Like we shouldn't have took this down in the first place. Yeah. So we're going to share it more for you. Yeah, you can't help other people's actions. Like they're fucking stupid. You just got to stay in the guidelines. And all the haters on there, man, they're probably with you, I would almost bet. 
if they're hating on you, it's because they're plus size as well and they don't have the confidence that you do. Or their children, and who gives a fuck what a child says to a 30-year-old man? Yeah. You know, Dude, I got to actually, you got to, you, as a big person, words from a kid suck even worse. I, I can see that. I mean, because like, for instance, when I, when me and my baby mother, baby's mom were still together, we went to an aquarium. We took our son to an aquarium and standing in line, two, like three little kids turned around with their parents there and started pointing at me and laughing. You know, that sucked. And not just because it's because their parents just said, hey, turn back around. Like, teach your kids some damn manners. You fucking right, dude. You are 100% right. Uh, you know what I would have done in that moment? I'd have acted like Godzilla and chased him. I'd have got, if they were going to point at me and they was going to stare, I'd have done something to make it awkward for them. I should have pulled out a fork and knife and said, it's time to eat. Yeah. Yeah, like keep looking, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did charcoal grilling my fucking truck. Let's go. There you go. Uh, and you're right. We we do have to keep. My daughter and me are extremely close, and uh, we have a lot of very weird conversations for her to be ten. And uh, but I'm trying to teach her things that just like my parents missed out on teaching me, or they just didn't think it was an issue. And that, the the fat shaming or the bot, whatever it is, that's one thing that we've had to talk about. And it's because I do remember being the kid that picked on other people. And I've told her time and time again, there's only a couple things that if I ever get called to her school that she did and she's in trouble, that I'm going to kick her ass when I get home. Her standing up for somebody that is bigger is not one of those. If she sees somebody, I don't care. She takes a fucking desk and hits them with it. Like I, I want her to stand up for kids and I wish more parents. And I think now you are seeing that to where 20 years ago, when me and you were in elementary, middle school and high school, I don't think that that was really talked about. It should have been talked about more, but we, we, we were kids. I mean, I just hope that Parents are more progressive speaking to their children about these things now. I honestly, I, I hate to say, it, I think a lot of parents are lazy. They are, and the the shit doesn't get talked about. Talked about, but and it's sad, hundred percent sad. Like I, my kid's only one and a half, but I teach him manners every single day. He might not That's understand true. them, but I'm still doing it. Well, you've got to. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to let my kid be be an asshole. I use the example to people all the time. You think about the kids growing up. They didn't say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, to the teachers, to the coaches, to all that. And you look at where they're at now. Uh, there's an old saying in sports. It's uh, an uncoachable kid turns out to be an unemployed adult. And uncoachable kid turns out to be an unemployed adult. And it's the same thing when it comes to manners. If you don't know how to treat people, as a child, then you're going to grow up to be a complete fucking asshole and download TikTok and think you're a celebrity. That was a shot. I shouldn't have took it. I should have. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have took it. Y'all can't see my here right now. He's laughing hard as fuck. <laughs> take, take all the shots you need, man. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you, these people need a fucking check, a they reality do. check. They do. It's uh, you don't live in a mansion. You're, mm-hmm. you're not, you're, 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 you're not a celebrity, bro. 
Just let it go. Have fun. You, Have you know, fun with the app. You know what's been funny the past two days is I literally – I post videos on TikTok that I think are funny or I use it to market my show. It is a good way to find people just like you that have a good story to tell, that are positive, put out great vibes into the world. That is why I have it. And I've had so many people the past couple of days been like, hey, were you talking about so-and-so? And they would just say their first name or tag them in it. And I'm like, who the fuck are you talking? Like, I still don't know 90% of the folks that people think I were talking about. And I started thinking about it. And I was like, what does that mean? That means that there was a whole lot more people at this meetup this past weekend that were complete cunts to everybody. And I didn't even get to meet them. You know, uh, like I said, um, I, I said to one of my friends, I was like, you know, the only thing I look forward to these meetups is hearing about the drama afterwards yeah. because there's always some. So she sent me two videos. One was uh, what Greg Grunge. Is it? Yeah, Greg Grunge. I have no idea that is. Um, he's just, he's just a hippie ass dude that lives in his van Okay. that, that travels all, he travels the country, funny ass dude. And he said, he's like, Hey man, Nashville was great, but I gotta be honest. Some of you need to get your shit in check. Yeah. Like, and he's, and he wasn't, and then she sent me your video and I saw yours and I was like, I like, and I was like, I was waiting for this, but it's just, it's. It's mind-boggling. Like you said, the, the entitlement that these people believe that they have. And you know what's and another thing is these TikTok relationships. They're half of me real. Uh I, I think I'm finding that out more and more, to be honest with you. I've had <laughs> I've had some on my show. And uh I still like the ones that have been on my show. Uh but I think that some of them are business related. I, I th- and, and I'm not knocking somebody for that. I'm all about business. Now, I promise you, I am 100%. If it makes a dollar, it makes sense to me. Like, and, that, and that's how it is. But there are some of these lines that some of these people cross that it's just like, how do you have the audacity? to do- This is what got me. I think, dude, in all honesty, I would have kept my mouth shut. I think I would have kept my mouth shut. My brother... He's like my big brother, Lee Tucker. He's a songwriter. The guy that I was with all weekend, one of my real good friends, the guy that I'm going with tomorrow, is a songwriter named Dustin Heron. And we went the other night to uh, to the local, and it was an album release party for some of our friends, very talented, Hastings and Co. They just did the show a couple of weeks ago when I was in Nashville. Um, and then Allie Colleen. A lot of people don't know who Allie Colleen is. It's Garth Brooks' daughter, and she oh, cool. is amazing. They both are. I mean, everybody that was on that stage that night was amazing. I mean, if you're the daughter to Trisha Yearwood and Garth, Brooks, well, it's not, I mean, it's, it's not Trisha's daughter. It's, oh, uh, it's, not it's, Trisha's it's from daughter. Garth's first marriage. Okay, um, okay. But see, like with her, even though I just said it on here, everybody knows. It's like an unspoken thing. Everybody knows who her dad is, but everyone there respects her because she, she, her name is Allie Colleen, like on stage. She wants to make it on her own, she wants to do everything without having that last name attached to where she gets handed stuff. That is to me the utmost respect. I have the utmost respect for. So when we had people there the other night and they were on their phones and not paying attention to the art on stage. And it was like, 
they thought that they should be recognized more than the people on stage. It's like that, that's what set me over to where I was like, you know what? I am going to say something because it's just, if I let it build up too much in me, I'm just going to explode. Uh, I, I just, I don't, I have no respect for it. There are people there. There's a guy that messaged me a while ago. That's got like a million followers. And he's a police officer. That guy probably deserves the notoriety. He does a public service. That guy deserves it. You with your following for what you put out, you probably deserve it. But for people no. just coming to, well, no, you do. Cause there needs to be more people like you. There needs you to know, be more people. You, I, I think it, and I said to myself after you said that, if you said that story about where the dude was like, oh man, ever since I hit 50,000 followers, I can't be seen in public. Like, dude, I, I got noticed maybe twice in my, in my hometown in like a six month span there you're you're not you're not a celebrity and i mean even when they did notice me they're like hey you're you're on tiktok and i'm like yeah like don't talk to me just not a people person i'm not either i hate people uh but that's man it's just i don't know i don't mean to get caught up all that and take away from your story but it just it just shows what a good guy you are i mean it does that you know there's there were pe- there's people that might not even been in Nashville that probably would suck another dude off or whatever they would do for your following. I know I kind of went down a rabbit hole with that. Some people like sucking other dudes off that are dudes. I don't care what you do. The, <laughs> I love the gays. The gays follow the shit of me. I love all you. Uh, but I just don't see it as anything. I don't see it as it, that important. And I'm glad that you don't either. I'm glad that what you're doing is just because you want to be positive and you want to help people and you want to put something good out there. And if someone's struggling that day, that might be plus size that you're there to lift them up and be like, Hey, it's fucking okay. Now I'm not going to lie back in back when, cause I'm going to, as this point right now, I'm, I'm not even relevant anymore and that's okay. Like my videos aren't hitting hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views and that's fine. But when they were, some of that stress takes a toll on people. Some of that, the comments, the messages, and believe me, I loved getting all the messages, all the comments saying, Oh my God, you helped me so much. Even if I get one comment that says, thank you for making my day that much better. It made my day better, but there was a, <sighs> Uh, and this is the one time the app really broke me. A woman messaged me and she goes, Hey, you didn't respond to my comment. And I kind of got pissed off. I was like, you, you know, like, what do you, what do you want from me? Like, what do you want from me? I was like, you know what? I'm going to go find the video. So I went and found the video that she commented on. She said, Hey, can you talk to my son? My son's going through a really hard time. So I went back and I was like, listen, I apologize. I'm seeing this now. I'm here. Does your son still need to talk to somebody? And the words out of her mouth changed my life. She said, it's too late. He took his life. And like all that weight came down on my shoulders because I felt like I was the reason this kid killed himself. Uh-uh. Uh, don't, don't do that to yourself. I know. I know. You can't but do it, that. It was just, it was just like. Like fuck! What did, what could I have done better? Like what? What? Look, it, that unfortunately uh, has happened to me. I 
you're not we're not on here to be someone's savior. I want you to understand that. Or we're not on here to be whatever. Uh, I know you haven't listened to a lot of the shows. If you if you just now like we found each other, something I talk about in every is way too much. And I believe that there's warriors in this world, and I believe that there are preachers. If you believe in God, I'm a Christian. I'm just not a very good one. Uh, I believe that you have some people that were meant to walk a squeaky clean life. That way, when someone comes to you, they feel like they're close to God. They feel like they're right in the right outside the presence of God. Presence of God. That that person is an extension of God. But the warriors, which I consider folks like me and you, it is our job to whenever faith comes up, or whenever we get to give glory, to where we can be battle scarred but not broken where we can talk about our trauma or we can talk about all the bad things that have happened to us in life, but still have a light in our eyes. We're supposed to be the ones who lead people to that preacher and to God, because without people like us that are just rough, you don't get there. And you're going to have those moments. If you're being a positive influence on people, you're going to have those moments. But the second you start letting the bad instances weigh on you you stop forgetting about all the people that you've helped you're not going to help everybody you're not there's no way you have to focus on those you're going to now i don't mean don't reply to people but also i'll tell you this about me i don't reply i don't and i that's if people want to think i'm a dickhead they can think i'm a dickhead unless if i went through every one of my comments on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. I would spend a large portion of my day answering other people's comments. And then by answering it, it's just going to lead to another comment. You can't do that. I tell people anytime I get a chance, if you want to comment something nice under my picture, that's fine. Or under whatever I post, that's fine. But if you want to have like a real discussion, this is not the platform for it. Uh, I don't want you to think I'm a dick or nothing. But I can't do it because if you do one, you got to do a thousand. And you got to focus on those. You, God will always put the ones, Mikey, he'll always put the ones you need to see. The ones that you need to see, you'll see. It's not, it's not a coincidence that there's probably been times that there's been a, a comment or whatever that you, there's no way in hell you should have came across at that time. Looked at the phone at the right time. That, that's fate. You're right where you're supposed to be. Those are the ones you concern yourself with. Like I got a dude that has been following me for a long time and he's got, um, he's got disabilities, but it doesn't stop him. He duets every single one of my dance videos and he's a big guy and he kills it every single time. And I always make sure that I go show him love every time. Cause he doesn't have a whole lot of followers or anything like that. And like, I went live one time and he was in there and I let him invited him in as a, like a guest on the live and he like lost his shit. I'm like, calm down. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just me, dude. Like it's just me. Yeah. But that, that's probably the person you're supposed to touch or one of the people <laughs> that you're supposed to touch, man. Yeah. You know, you, you can't make a difference to everybody, but you can make a difference to someone. That's all. I mean, once you, this is a lot of people don't understand the way that I look at social media, but this is six years in for me. This is two years blowing up on uh, 
Snapchat as a bearded bastard, then go into work in country radio for several years. And then I didn't start TikTok till November. I didn't want it. I did not fucking want it. And I hired girls at my studio whenever I first started my studio to do this kind of stuff for me. And then I realized, no, because that's not the way to drive people to me. I need to be on there. Um, you, you just have to have a long-term understanding of it. Because even in that situation where that young man took his life, you legit, and I don't mean this in a bad way, you don't know if that's true or not. I've heard those stories to where they've been fake. I've heard those stories to where people have messaged me. Uh, I had a girl on this show. She tricked me, literally tricked me. Uh, I left the show up that way I can reference people back to it. This girl was a, this girl was on drugs, swore to me up and down before I let her come in here that she was not on drugs. And she came in here and she was asking for help for her and her family, kind of telling her story and everything. It's the first time I have ever cut a show that was that, like, I didn't get 10 minutes through 10 minutes over because I knew everything coming out of her mouth was full of shit. Yeah. Like, you have to be careful. You know, you, you're not necessarily, and neither am I, and neither are people that's got way bigger accounts than you. You're not an influencer. You're a person that should lend their hand and use whatever platform you have for good. And I try to. I really, really do. But you do get jaded by people who will fill you full of a great story. There's a girl in t- Tennessee right now that owes me $300 because she told me that her fiance just died. He was in the military and uh, she just had a newborn. Come to find out, none of that's true besides the newborn part. And she just caught me when my fat ass was drunk one night and I was trying to be nice. I was just trying to, cause I, this person had followed me forever. Come to find out she's on drugs too. And you just, you just gotta be careful and you gotta be kind of cold hearted. The biggest thing you got to learn to do is tell people no, and don't feel bad when you tell people no, when they reach out. I have, it's, it sucks sometimes because like you said before, when, when you were bigger, you let people walk on you. Happens to me all the time, dude. Cause uh, like I I make posts sometimes all the time that like, like meant I'm, I'm tired mentally. I'm mentally tired. Like I don't know who's real. I don't know who's fake. And I don't, I don't even know if people want me around and they only want me around because they think that my numbers are going to do something for them. But I, I promise you they're fucking not. I don't care what this look. I, and I appreciate what you just said. And I wish more people had that mentality. I didn't ask you on my show because of your numbers. I asked you on my show because of the body positivity stuff and the message that you have behind it, because I know one thing I am a fan of, and they are a fan of me of big girls. We love biggins around here. They, mm. I, I love thick Let's women. Get yes, sir. Mm-mm-mm. And I know your message, being upbeat like you are and talking about certain things, it's a good way for them to realize I don't have to look like the rest of these skinny bitches on social media. Bro, I got a spicy site. I don't give a fuck. You got a spicy site? You fucking right. No. Yes, you, sir. Oh, damn. All right. Well, what is it? Because I, I usually don't promote these on here, but you're good. Tell them what the name of your spicy side. No, no, no. If I'm going to promote anything, it's going to be my legendary dad bod contest. You can do both of them. Okay, cool. Let's make, uh, you, let's make you some money. 
Um, the bearded bear. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the OF site and uh, legendary dad bod contest. Actually, this round of voting for the quarterfinals, dude. Somebody last night dropped two thousand dollars in votes for me. Oh shit! Two grand. Um, so I'm sitting in first place right now in my group, and next is the semifinals. Then after that group's over, goes to the grand finals, and then I can win twenty five grand. Does it uh do you have to pay to vote? Um no, you get one free vote a day. Okay. And then you can you can pay for votes after. Okay. But it's just the legendary dad bud contest and my name, Mikey Thatcher, and then you'll Well, Mikey, I'm gonna hook you up. Uh make sure when we get off this, you send me the link yeah. in your picture and I will post it on all of my social media. I appreciate and, uh, that. We'll, man. we'll get you some votes, man. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get you now i gotta hear about the spicy page the only fans page i did yeah. i yeah. am uh i have never ever subscribed to one never ever subscribed to one don't go man you'll fucking be blinded by the light i promise it's okay it can't be no worse than this nasty shit i'm over here stuck with <laughs> um but no tell them what it is i always the bearded bear uh, that's what it's called the bearded bear yeah. all they gotta the do is look at the bearded bear so i'm not so i'm gonna tell you right now like uh we are we are bears we are considered bears in the gay community are you gay no i'm straight as fuck oh okay that's what you said no, the bearded bear. All right. but would, the bearded bear, we are we are considered bears because of our size hairy chest oh, beards all that stuff that, so okay i didn't know what you, you got you, okay you, you I gotta got you, you gotta play to your you gotta play to your strengths man and i'm telling listen, you i you have uh, do. i have been offered two or three different times to do it like there's girls that have been on my show that have made millions um oh. millions stupid fucking money mm-hmm. and like they have told me not out of any other thing besides for just cash they were like look just make one video with me we'll share it and uh i'll give you ten thousand dollars away and i'll be like i can't do it oh my god why can't you uh, I speak at a lot of political events, and one okay. day I want to be a politician. And uh, I live in a very small town. And Bro, every- there's scandal everywhere. That's a great scandal to be a part of. Though. Uh, it is, but like there's already a woman who's running for governor, and I'm speaking. I've already spoke at some of her events, and uh, and everything like I, the political side and the long term side is where I want to be. And I don't knock anybody. Does it? If you want to do it, do it. It literally. It's free money. I don't, I don't yeah. never not free money. But Listen, I'm not gonna lie, I don't I do, it do it because I'm I'm sitting here to be like, hey, just trying to show my no, like yeah. pay me, pay me. Oh yeah. Like that's what I want. I want to get paid. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm not I, trying, I'm not trying to live here at my mom's house for for the next couple of years, bro. Yeah, uh, there's been a time or two with me being a, a small business owner. Like I've been like, you know what? Just do it. Just do it. Just just do it. Overnight, I'll make some money and I'll pay off some shit and everything. And But I'm like, there'll be a picture. That is the second I try to run for state representative or a local chair, there's going to be a dick pic of me smiling, looking like a jackass in the local whatever. I don't even think we've got newspapers here anymore. But there'll be something, and it'll be like, potential congressman uh, comes too quick on girlfriend's back. Like it, it'll be. It'll, <laughs> he like, gave her the old magician. Yeah, it's like, how do you think he's going to be a good congressman and he didn't last thirty seconds? First uh, off, all my all my sex tapes would be like vines. 
Like it, <laughs> it wouldn't last very long. Like they they would think they're going to Pornhub, but it's just like porn vine. That's awesome. They'd be like, did it really take that short of a time? Yeah, was that good for you? I don't remember. Yeah, I never ask them. There, somebody's <laughs> got to win, somebody's got to lose, and I'm the world yes, fucking yes. champion. Yes. Oh, but anyway, uh, what is uh besides for those two things? Now, what's some other stuff that you see coming up for you that uh that you know you <laughs> want to be a part of, or things you want to do, or things you want to get involved with? So I was actually just recently on another podcast that I got asked to be on full time for. So I'm pretty cool. pretty stoked for that. It's going to be my first time doing it. Um, I am getting back into comedy again, so I'm stoked about that. I haven't been on a mic in like four years. I got my first show coming up on November 12th in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, at a place called the Busy Bee, I want to say. It's an alcoholic ice cream shop. Holy shit, that sounds marvelous. Yeah, right? Um, it's it's It sounds great. So that's going on. Um, I don't know, man. I Let me tell you, and another thing. What got you out of comedy? Too many clicks. It's like this. It's It's high school, bro. It's, really? it's like this. It's like this app. It's it's high school drama. For, I'll tell the exact moment I quit comedy. <clears throat> I was on a weekend, a Friday, sat, no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday tour at four different venues in four different towns. I mean, it really wasn't a tour. I went home every night. So it was just four different shows on, on that weekend. This dude asked me to be on there. I went and did the first three shows. Went great. And he didn't call me back on Sunday. He didn't call me to come out. So I texted him. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? Um, am I coming out to do tonight's show? He's like, no, I don't want you there. So I called him. I was like, why don't you want me there? He's like, oh, because you do the same material over and over again. I was like, bro, we're at, we're at four different places. I'm not sitting here to try new material at shows that I do open mics for new material. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want to hear the same stuff over and over again. I was like, oh, I forgot. I wasn't there to make the crowd laugh. I was there to make you happy. Like, are you serious? Like, do you not know how to run a fucking show, dude? Like, these people pay to laugh. I'm not here to make you laugh. Yeah. I could give two shits if you laugh. But yeah, he said, yeah, I don't want you there because you do the same jokes over and over again. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. Done with all this bullshit. Yeah, you hear kind of some of that. Uh I've had uh, in the past couple of months, I've had Ginger Billy and Catfish Cooley on the show, and they both do stand up comedy, and they kind of kind of say the same thing. They they you know certain places that they're weird about. I think from you know little all fair talks, but I I just think if you're funny, you find an avenue, and it seems like I'm glad to see you getting back into it. You seem like a funny yeah. fucking guy. I miss it, man. I uh, that's probably the next thing for me. That's that's probably the next route that I go, but I am such a I don't like doing anything half ass. I, I don't like I have to think that I am better than most before I try anything. I know that I'm gonna fall flat on my face and I'm gonna bomb when I do it first couple times or first lot of times that well, I do it here, first couple I'll, of years. Give you give you some no don't no, don't say that. Don't say that because you could go out and fucking kill it. But one thing I will tell you, don't do a show for months. Go to open mics. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. 
constantly working because you're going to open mics is in front of comedians. If you can make another comedian laugh, you're doing something right. Because comedians are dicks, bro. Yeah. Well, they're they're supposed assholes. Yeah, I know. Musicians, musicians and comedians are the only two people to get 90% of their art from trauma. There's no way that they're not fucking dicks. Yeah. Yeah. I've had folks on here before that has like that work in comedy. And it's like, why haven't you tried to do anything like this before? And I live in middle Georgia. There's nothing here to do that. There used to be a comedy club in Macon about an hour away, but it's gone. So I got some folks lining some stuff up that have asked me and I'm probably going to start dropping my hand in it soon. Oh yeah, man. Do it, man. But I'm such a fucking perfectionist. And and when you, when you get all right, Come come on up up north, man. We'll do well, a show I've, together. I've actually got some friends up your way. Right. Being in Pennsylvania, I've got some I got some military buddies up your way. Um, but dude, I, I appreciate you taking some time to do the show and uh, tell them again real fast, just in case they missed where they can go vote for you for the dad bod uh, thing. So it's the legendary dad bod contest, twenty twenty one. You just search my name, Mikey Thatcher, or uh, like I said, I'll shoot you the link and you can post it up. But uh, I've been annoying the shit out of people for for like a month now uh, saying, go vote for me, go vote for me. And let me tell you, I've lost friends and uh, people think this is a stupid contest, but $25,000 in a stupid contest. Exactly. My son's life can change that much better. I'm going (laughs) to fucking do anything I can to make sure that happens. And you should. And uh, just remember, like the people who get mad about stuff like that to unfriend you and stuff. If you look at anybody that is successful, they are always tired. They were always worn out. They are always doing something else to make themselves. successful. you don't ever see somebody who has built their own shit from the ground up. That's just well-rested. You have yeah. to, you have to work. You're the only person pushing your shit. If you don't push it, who's going to. 100%, man. 100%. Cool, dude. Well, Mikey, it was a it was a pleasure, man. I had fun with you. We'll do it again someday. And uh, man, just thanks for taking time and hanging out with me. Yeah, no problem, brother. Cool. All right, folks. Thank y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. We'll catch you next time.